these guys. Thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today's July 3rd, Independence Day episode. It's July 4th and Pirates don't play today. A record made, blah, blah, a record-breaking month for the Bucks. You think they'd fare better than they have, but this team's still fun to watch, right? Like, you, you know, like, well, let's go, Bucks. My name is Josh, and I'm joined as always by my brother Jake. What's up, Jake? How are we doing, man? Look at that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell you, watching the game, you pretty much heard enough about the Hawaiian theme. You did. Uh, yeah, I get it. But this shirt is, I, I love this shirt. Yeah. I had to go to the game. Yeah, absolutely. I want one. I need to get my hands on one. Yeah, you're, you'll have one on the way. I got an extra one for you. Let's go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I should have wore last year's just to do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was trying to catch you off guard. Oh, uh, well, thanks for breaking the news to me on this so you could get my real reaction. <laughs> sometimes it pays to have a wife who's a Braves fan yeah actually yeah 100% <laughs> the Braves what do you think we are listen we're gonna go off the rails right out of the gate what do you think <laughs> about all this Freddie Freeman stuff uh I, you know how much any conversations I've had with this with because Ashley's whole family's Braves fans right so shame on him by the way but mother, whatever what's that <laughs> I said shame on him but whatever <laughs> <laughs> um the mother-in-law she's mad at freddie she says that he should have made something happen which whatever i mean that's not the way the game works you you have an agent and you go through your agent it's okay. just the way it happens ah it's tough you know he wanted to be there but at the same time he went home i think that was his second choice but like dude you passed up one year yeah like I don't know, man. Here's well, was, the, <sighs> they said that they made a final offer and the agent didn't even tell him. Well, whatever and, it was, like whatever the deal is, I just feel like there's no reason why Freddie Freeman didn't talk to uh, what's-his-face. Like, you know what I'm saying? You telling me yeah. that when Brian Reynolds was trying to work something out, Brian Reynolds didn't talk to Ben Sherrington? No, they talked. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know the answer to that question to be honest with you. They I have don't know to. how it works. That well, I I mean I know enough. Uh, who's the dude that was with Miami and he got canned whenever Jeter showed up and now he's got his Samson something, David Samson maybe. I watched his podcast during the lockout because I thought he had good information about the like the front office negotiations and things like that. Um, obviously everybody has a side to everything. So I, I just try to listen, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't usually listen to him cause he's, he talks about everything. He does not just a baseball guy. Um, and I just, I tend to stick to like, Hey, if I want to learn about basketball, I'll go to a basketball Avenue football. I go to a football thing, baseball. I go to a baseball thing. I don't really like the capture all places anyway. Right. Um, uh, yeah, that's not, I'm not going to say that's all the time, but typically, right. But he did, he had a, a clip I saw where he said, no, when I, when Christian Yelich signed his deal in Miami, I talked to Christian Yelich and he wasn't even a GM. I don't think, I think he was like a president 
You know what I mean? Oh, okay. And he's like, yeah. well, we ta- I talked to Christian. We talked about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they have conversations. It's not just through the agent. You have to know where these guys are. Yeah. So I, I just have a hard time with it. I think he's putting a lot of blame. I think... I also think it's like, dude, you got to fake some of this, man. You're on a team right now. How do you think they all feel? Right. Just being like, I don't want to be here. Right. Even though he hasn't said that, the point's made. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I I see that. And, you know, I've seen the meme, not even meme, but I've seen the picture going around with him sitting back on the bench when everybody else is up at the rail. It's not a good look. Nope. And I think I don't know. Even it, even if they know, even if they know that like it's not that he doesn't want to be there, it was just his second choice. But still, you you gotta just you gotta make it seem like it was time to move on. I, I you know I I'm a um, I'm not hard and fast anything. I want to be you know what I'm saying. I mean like I've made that pretty clear on here. New information can change my my opinion on something. You know what I'm saying. I'm not like sure. this is. This is what I think. And I'm not, you know, even through the lockout, like we really teetered that line. Like I wasn't a player only guy. Right. But I think I have no problem with, with these guys getting paid. Right. And the only reason I say that is because I'm going to say this next thing. I have a hard time feeling sorry for anybody who got the money he got. You know what I mean? Right. Like, am I saying, am I okay with the fact that he made that money? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean I'm going to feel bad for you because you're not in the place you wanted to be. Like, dude, <laughs> you got enough money. That's where I want to be. I want to be in a place yeah. where I get paid. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you really wanted to be there, then this shouldn't even have went as far as it did. Take right. less money. If it was $20 million less at the end of the day, like, that's still a ton of money. Yeah. And it you, wasn't even really like annual value. It was total value, be, and it was only a total value because of the one extra year. Yeah. E- either way, he's I don't making care. less annual right now than he would have if he just signed the contract to the Braves offering him. And, and it and it almost messes with how you feel. I mean, the guy's a nice guy. It almost messes with that. Yeah. Because he's been that like really great guy in baseball, and it's like no, like Biggio and Bagwell back in the day said restructure this contract so you can sign more players. The greatest quarterback of all time. Whoa, Tom Brady. <laughs> By the way, I don't know that I believe that, but eh, the most winningest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. <laughs> no, a number of times chose to be paid less to build a team around him. He sets a precedent precedence of saying, I'm okay with this if it means I can win and be where I want to be. Yeah. And I'm... You know what I mean? Like, it's there. You have to do it. If you really want to be somewhere, then yeah. put your money where your mouth is and take less money to stay where you want to be. It's still yep. going to be a lot of money. Anyway, that's how I feel about the Freddie Freeman thing. I, I just, I have a hard time feeling bad for you. Right. Now, is he is he just going to go through and do, like, my my advice would be, Fix things. And it looks like it's what he's doing. He's letting that agent go. If it was the agent's fault, now you got people saying, hey, I'm going to speak on behalf of the agent because he didn't do anything that Freddie didn't tell him to do. And that's fair. Yeah. So anyway, that's crazy. So tomorrow or today for everybody listening, uh, tomorrow day, um, <laughs> it's 4th of July. Do you do anything for that? 
Uh, day, it just depends on what day it falls on. I always do stuff from the weekend, the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, when we're finishing up recording here, I'm going up to a family family get-together on the wife's side of the family. Uh, I'll probably do lunch or, or like a late lunch or something. I don't, I don't really know. I don't know if mom and dad have anything planned or not. But um, they don't plan. <laughs> no, they'll call me. They'll, they'll call me an hour before. Hey, we got burgers like, cooking up here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and that is it. Is what it is. Uh, we usually go to our fireworks, local fireworks, every year. Which this year was probably the last of those. Sorry, notifications. What um, about? Uh, are they are they super late? The fireworks. Yeah. They start at 10 o'clock. Yeah, the that's the way they are here, too. Like, what the heck? I got to work. Got to wait for the sun to go down. Well, they need to do it on a different night. They used to always, if if 4th of July it's, was on a Thursday, a they would. Saturday night. Huh? It's a Saturday night. Ours were, ours were on a Saturday night. You already went to them? Yes. So that's what I'm saying. They're doing ours tomorrow night on 4th of July at 10 o'clock. Oh. That's what I'm yeah, saying. that's weird. Like why, yeah? Why don't you do them Saturday night or even Sunday night? Because you know nobody's yeah. working on the fourth, right? They could have done them tonight. Yeah. Anyway, I don't care. I don't particularly care. I mean, we our kids are too young. Like you know, you got that baby's going to bed. It doesn't know anything about fireworks. It's just going to cry the whole time. That's mm. all he's going to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm not taking him over there. Maybe maybe I'll do something where I take Keel over or something. I don't know. That doesn't sound fun. Maybe I'll let Katie do it. <laughs> so I'm not just gonna like, hey, I'm gonna take her. <laughs> yeah. But either way, we'll see. So, as in every week that we get on here, there's like ten thousand moves that were made. Yeah, a lot. A yeah. lot this week. We got a bunch. We talked about this last week. We're gonna talk about it again this week. We got a lot of guys coming back. And Josh Van Meter came back on Monday. Cal Mitchell was sent down. Uh, Miggy Yahoo came up to get the start. Anthony Bondo was designated for assignment. Eventually... Traded to the Blue Jays. Yeah, but where's that at? Oh, Saturday was traded to the Blue Jays for cash. So then Tuesday, Miggy Yahoo goes back down, and Aaron Fletcher comes up, and then a bunch of more rehab assignments going out there. Dylan Peters... Underwood, Mariznick, Mears. Marcano was sent to Indy, which I didn't, I didn't realize that happened. Remember, he was in Bradenton. I must yeah. have missed that. Either way. Then Thursday, Tukapita comes back. Designated Yu Chang for assignment. Everybody saw that coming. <laughs> I actually thought that would happen before Mitchell. Got, I don't know. Yeah, I thought that would happen with the Van Meter one, but either way. Um... And then that's when Bondo was traded on Saturday, nothing on Friday. Bryce Wilson called up on Saturday. Aaron Fletcher was optioned. And then today, Zach Thompson came up, had a pretty decent start. Mm-hmm. Underwood was activated. Yuri De Los Santos goes on the COVID IL. Bryce Wilson optioned. And then we got Manny Benuelos from the Yankees for cash, which is the last, like, roster change right that we have to talk about unless there was anything yeah. else that we know about i don't think so but man know. so let's start off with manny benuelos he's I, I guess he's listed on the minors i don't know anything i didn't look up anything about options or whether he's gonna have to come straight here but 
I would imagine if he thinks he's going to start or if they think he's going to start, which he hasn't pitched more than two innings yet this year, uh, three innings. So I doubt he's like going to jump right in and start. Right. But, you know, obviously we just keep, well, we don't have to now because now that Thompson's back, we'll have our five. Anyway, 31 years old, played for the Braves, the White Sox, and the Yankees, and the Guardians, uh, the the Fubon Guardians from the Chinese <laughs> Professional Baseball League. <laughs> um, but he was like, I remember hearing this guy's name years and years ago. Played in the Futures game in 09. Um, also played with the Angels and the Dodgers and the Mariners, uh, from what I can see, but not in the Majors. He was DFA'd at the end of June to make room for J.P. Sears. Can't say I'm familiar with that guy. 239 ERA in AAA this year. Called up in May. Pitched in four games to a 228. So at least like something's working for him this year. But it's really, yeah. <laughs> really interesting the games that he's pitched in. A 13 to nothing win. An 8-1 to one loss. He threw two innings in those two games. And threw three innings in a game that they won 18-4 to four against the Cubs. And then he also pitched an inning and a third and a 12-3 win against Toronto. <laughs> he finished the first three I named. Like, he he yeah. he was the last pitcher to throw in those games. He's only pitched in blowouts. Yeah. <laughs> Is he, like, a position player? <laughs> it, well, yeah, it, it seems like the way we kind of used Rowanzi towards the beginning of the year. Well, that's fair, but he's not. He's 31, though. Yeah. No, and I don't think it's anything like Rowanzi. I'm just saying, you know, we we had him. Or uh, who was it a couple years ago? We hid in the bullpen. Oh, he only, Oviedo. He only threw, yeah, you only threw him blowouts. Yeah. Once again, 22 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This So he's got a 591 ERA in the show overall. Uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is. We'll see. But mm-hmm. with Bonda on his way out, you kind of thought, well, who the heck's the lefties that we have? So it's just another one. So now, you know, Fletcher's been what he's been. Cam yeah. View's there now. So now we add Manny Benuelos. Maybe it's something. Maybe. I don't I don't really know, man. I don't know what all goes into this in, in the back end. Right. They see something. Yeah, they have to. Or it's just a replacement. So what? There's like 38 guys on the 40 man right now. I think so. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, that's what we'll, we counted. we'll get into that. Uh, let's just kind of go through the week because um, it was a it's kind of an interesting. We lose a series of the Nationals, which I really thought we should have won, mm-hmm. and then we split with the Brewers. Which, to be honest with you, no, you know what? I'm kind of okay with it. I'm kind of okay I'm, with it. I'm good with it. When you when you win and then you get blown out. We, we won that game Saturday. It's like we have a shot to take three or four, but you also mm-hmm. had Woodruff. Right. So when you know he's coming at you, I can't be too. You split with the Brewers. They're in first place. I, if they're still in first place, I actually didn't click on they that. Are. Okay. So, you know, yeah, I'm all right with that. But Cruz hits his first three homers this week. Yeah. Um. Quintana kind of had a, a good outing, which was a good sign. You like to see that. Uh, Keller, not at all, where you looked like maybe you could see him trending upwards. Uh, you know, another bad outing there. Um, so 
Wednesday. Wednesday is the day. That was the day that Keller had his outing. And, and Wednesday is the day to me, the day for me. That was a crazy, the whole fourth out thing, right? We've gone, uh, yeah. we've gone over yeah. this absolutely crazy scenario. And I got to tell you, like, I was all in. I was watching this, the day game, all that stuff. I'm all in. I'm freaking out. Ten minutes of pure joy of not even baseball being played. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And on while it was happening, as we're all trying to figure it out, I really had one thought in my mind was that there was a mistake made by the umpires. But then, you know, Dave Martinez was calling out this fourth out rule. And everybody says, like the, all the headlines were like, the fourth out thing came and it happened in the pirate game. And I'm like, no, no, it didn't. It should have, but it didn't. And so everybody made a big deal about the fourth out rule. And I'm like, the fourth out rule didn't happen, but only for one reason. And kudos to Derek Shelton. As much as everyone is on Twitter saying to fire him, I thought this was a kind of a bright moment for him because the way that he navigated this scenario, in the end, they got everything right. Yeah. And I didn't think that they did. I I, I made it, I was having so much fun saying the, the pirates actually stole a run. And I loved it because it was like, you're, you're pirates. This is perfect. <laughs> but I think in the end, that's not what happened here. So to go back to the play, and I know that everybody listening has watched, has seen the play. The ball, line drive was hit, shoelace catch by Josh Bell, clean catch, but the runners basically just, Swinsky went across home and Park went to third. <laughs> they just didn't even, I'm not even going to try to go back. As if they thought it hit the ground or they had no idea. Yeah. They tagged the runner out, which means there's three outs. And the third baseman does step on third base. However, he did not look at the umpire and step on third base and say he didn't tag up. Right? Right. And I think that's the key here. Bury the lead kind of thing. That's the key. He didn't tell the umpire he was stepping on third. It was almost like it was just part of his step. But he yeah. tagged the runner first. Right? Mm-hmm. And then they leave the field. And I'm not sure what Derek Shelton's first argument was. Maybe the fact that they just said the, it's the end of the inning. Shelton went out and said, now, I don't know. Because I, I, I actually don't have a, I don't know what the first argument was. Was the first argument, hey, the run counts? Or was he saying, did he catch the ball? Either way, Shelton came out first. Yeah. And then he went back. And while they were doing that, the Nationals were leaving the field because it's three outs regardless. And an umpire even kept trying to stop their pitcher. I can't remember who was pitching, but kept trying to stop him saying, Hey, don't leave the field yet because we're still working this out. And eventually he left the field, which means all of their infielders, which is, uh, I think the important part all left the field. So Dave Martinez comes out and he says, hold on a second. There's a rule in the rule book that says if we stepped on third for the fourth out, we can actually choose to take that as the third out. And he's right. And I was like, man, that's smart, right? I mean, yeah. in the end, when I'm looking back at this, hindsight's twenty twenty. that's smart of him. However, one step further, Shelton comes out and says he can't appeal 
because they've already left the field, which I've never heard of. Right. Me neither. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, so really in the end, they got the tag out rule, right? The run does count because he didn't say I'm appealing and stepping on third. The umpire doesn't call that unless you call attention to it. Right. Right. And then Martinez came out and was like, Hey, we can get that. And they were like, we recognize that until Shelton came out and said, but they all left the field. They had to call New York in the end. Everything worked out exactly how it should. Yeah. If you go all the way back to the beginning, if he says I'm touching third and they get the fourth out, the whole thing would have been over. The run wouldn't have counted, but since he didn't, it had to come from an appeal and you can't appeal once you leave the field. Just absolutely bizarre how that all went down. Yeah. But it, it's less bizarre talking about it now because <laughs> it seems to all make sense to me now. But in the time, yeah. I had no clue what was going on. I believe at one point I was laughing out loud. <laughs> and maybe I enjoyed it more <laughs> than other people, but I thought it was hilarious. That's funny. But in that game, Brian Reynolds hits three home runs. Yeah. And in that game, Yerry De Los Santos gets his first career save. And in that game, Vogelback hit a home run. I mean, eight to seven. The offense shows up after scoring two runs and one run the day, two days two days before that. And yeah. it was good to see. And to bail out Keller when Yohore and, and Quintana actually did well and ends up getting to well, actually, uh I think Stratton got tagged with a loss in the first one because we were up two nothing. And then they ended up coming back and scoring the two runs off of Stratton to to win it. But O'Neill Cruz's home run Monday night went 55 feet in the air. Yeah, and it's insane. Like, think about it as if the pitcher's mound to home plate, it didn't get as high as that distance. And still went 409 feet. It's insane. Kind of what everybody was waiting for was that first home run, and it had to be something like that. Just a Cruz missile? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> and he hits another one Thursday. Oh, and Tuesday makes his first error of the season. Threw it in the dirt at about 150 miles an hour. I, obviously not, but I don't know how hard it was. <laughs> but he did throw that one hard, and it was in the dirt, and, and Chavis couldn't pick it. Um, normally, I would say, like, gosh, pick it. But it was a tough pick. Like, that was a tough play. And, and it, it's coming yeah. so hot. Like, that's an error. You know what I mean? And and that's one of those things where it's like, oh, that would have been a thanks for bailing me out. But at the same time, you know. Yeah. And he made his second error on Friday in the absolute terrible worst we've ever seen Rowanzi Contreras pitch. Oh, by far. It's not even close. It was so bad. Um, Yeah. And then that's – I'm skipping ahead here. Uh, Sawinski also – we'll go back to Thursday in a minute – um, pitching was just bad. Obviously cam view goes one inning and the, a lot of people made up a big deal about this. He goes one inning and throws 56 pitches, um, six hits, eight runs, seven of them earned three walks, a strikeout, a home run. We've talked about these guys throwing multiple innings and throwing a lot of pitches and doing all these things. But where are you at on this? I mean, a lot of people were very mad that he was left 
out there to finish an inning? Sometimes you got to bite the bullet and Cam View pulled the short straw that day. Hmm. That's what. I mean, eight, right? so it was already just the score was was score what was the score when he when oh, he took I mean, over? 10 nothing? Not maybe just Seven. 9. No, that no, 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 not not. What? He gave up well, I don't. You know what? I'm gonna have to pull it up because I I don't know because I seven eight nine. Se- yeah, nine nothing. Another eight. Yeah, so nine nothing. So this game's over. Yeah, but man, I didn't realize that. Yeah, nine nothing. I'm actually out on that. The game's not over. I know it's I know it's rare to to grab you know nine runs in two innings, but the game was over about halfway through his inning. Once there was yeah, four, that's, uh, that's the game's over. Now it's like, hey, man, this is your inning, dude. Just finish it. Yeah, I'm okay with that one. I, there's There are there are times that, and you've heard me talk a lot about it, like pitch counts too high, throwing too many innings, whatever. This one, you got Cam View, who's whatever. I got, okay. In your organization. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... He's just he's got to bite the bullet and just fight through it for a day. It sucks. It's unfortunate for him. He he'd not thrown more than an inning in two thirds. I don't have a number of pitches on that game because I just I did it from the box score, so I don't I don't they don't show you that one. But yeah, I I'm kind of with you, man. I I think I would rather see that than the ninth inning when jo- with Josh Van Meter out there. Yeah, I would rather see you say. Hey man, get out of this inning. There are times, there are times where you have to say, "I, I th- you got to get us out of this. You got to find it." Yep. And maybe that's one of them. I'm gonna go less on he's whatever in your organization, and I'm gonna go more to like, I mean, he's 28 years old. I don't know. Sooner or later, you have to perform. Yeah. Sooner or later, you've got to earn it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that that's like the stance I want to take on this. They're going to give him his days off. But how many guys do you want to use when you've got three more games? Well, you've got two more after that. Mm -hmm. But I don't I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. Like, I'm not I'm not I don't have a strong feeling on this. I don't feel like people are complaining about something they shouldn't be. That's that's fine. I I just. I just don't I there are times when you say, "Hey buddy, this is yours. We're mm-hmm. not using another pitcher. You're going to get out of this inning and then we're going to throw Josh Van Meter next inning." And it is what it is. Yep. Uh and I'm actually okay with you not going 100%. Don't get hurt. Get us out of the inning. Yep. But as a pitcher, do you say, "No, I got to go 100%. This these are my runs." Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But at the same time, like, then just get them out then. I don't know. I don't know where I'm at on this. It's certainly not two days after Derek Shelton pulled off the the fourth run in that whole fourth out and the appeal and the whole thing, which I thought was a really good moment. Somebody who actually knew the game. That doesn't mean you know how to use a pitching staff by any stretch of the imagination, but it means (laughs) you know the rules and you know obscure rules. And mm-hmm. yes, I yes, I believe that as a manager you should, 
-hmm. But that means he's doing his job. But I also think that, you know, sometimes, I mean, baseball has so many rules. It's not like Donovan McNabb saying, oh, I didn't even know you could tie. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It's not like that. Where you have a guy who's like a veteran Pro Bowl quarterback for years and years and ties a game. And in the post game, he's like, I didn't even know you could do that. How do you not know? (laughs) It's not like that. Like, I thought it was a really smart thing. And two days later, we're calling for him to be fired. I mean, not that we weren't, not that the same people weren't calling for him to be fired all year. Right. So that's fair. Stay consistent. If you want him gone, you want him gone. He can still have a win every once in a while and still be gone i i still he's playing with who he's got for sure and so i i don't whatever we're not we didn't say we were going to talk about shelton tonight so i won't won't go into that either way there's a lot of people that have a lot of problem with cam view i i would absolutely be open to listening to their arguments but at the onset at the at me just looking at this saying this game is gone uh, yeah, I'm kind of there too. Finish the inning, dude. Get us out of this thing. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. But I could be wrong on that. <laughs> Just you know what I mean. I could be wrong. Sure. Uh, so Saturday, Bryce Wilson came, and we're just like, why? And he pitched well. He was fine. Pitched real well. Yeah. yeah, he was fine. I mean, eight hits is more than I'd like to see, but he got out of it, and he ended up with a win. Bednar definitely looked better. Uh, pitched Thursday and was not sharp at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Thursday was, and he went point two innings. Like he didn't even get out of the inning. De Los Santos came in and bailed him out. Three runs on a walk and four hits. It it just wasn't there. He had had like several days off because of the back, and his his outing before that was rough, and then he came out and he was kind of like, yeah, the back's tight. Like I didn't feel like I had my stuff. And then you know, he, it's like the velo was there. He seemed to be okay. It looked like he was just knocking some rust off. Yeah, I don't want to downplay it, but like at the same time, like dude, it's he's gonna get hit. Mm-hmm. Even if he's healthy, he's gonna get hit eventually. I'm just not worried about it. It looked better uh, Saturday. Got his 12th save. Everything seemed to be fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Chavis goes backside. Cruz hits his third homer. Castillo hit a ball that went 420 feet and did not go over the fence. He definitely tested the notch. It hit both walls. Like, it was yeah. in the corner. You can't hit it in the corner anymore, a further ball at that stadium without it being a home run. Right. Which makes you kind of think, I thought it was 410. Sometimes I forget. That's to the base of the wall. If you hit it 410, oh, yeah. you didn't get a homer. You're probably right. out or it's a double. Right. Could have been should have been a triple there, but he was like, I got that. <laughs> I was we were at we were sitting and everything. I saw it hit off the wall. I was like, Yeah, I you were the there. Yeah, said, that's right. I was like, I was like, Castillo just hit a ball 415 feet, didn't get and didn't get a home run out of it. Then you text me and said, That ball went 420 feet. Yeah. I was like, I was close. <laughs> But yeah, yeah it's, that's crazy. Sometimes you just don't think about that being the, the base of the wall. Yeah. It doesn't say it's not, hey, you hit 410, it's going to get over this fence. <laughs> no, and there's no way to do that because if it's 
if it's O'Neill Cruz, no, right. a 19 degree launch angle hitting a home run, it's going to go further than a guy who hit a high pop fly and just drops in the front row. You know what I mean? Right. That right. line drive is going to go a lot further than that one that dropped in the front row. Right. But at least if you consider ground level to ground level, you know. Sure. So, uh, you know, we, we did the back pain thing. Uh, we did the Bednar thing. And I just, I just want to ask you, because I know that we've had this discussion a, a good bit. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this is overuse? Do you think that the back pain is because of the way that they're using him? I, I we talked about this beforehand, and I don't I don't want to use the term overused. Um, I would say a little bit more misuse. Um, well, but because I don't think that I don't think the totality body of work has been too much, but I would like to see our relievers get more consistent time on the mound. So you get a two inning, you get a two inning outing here, then you have to wait three or four days before you throw again. Then you throw one inning and you throw a couple days in a row. Then you throw a long one or you take a day off, throw a long one. Then you got another few days. There's not a good routine. So not that you're ever going to have a perfect routine for, for a relief pitcher. Right. But, as far as me saying whether or not I agree with the way they're using him, I think that's not even where I'm going. So I I, I want to stay like, do you attribute that to the back pain? Or is this just like people have things like this? I mean, people have things like this. Right. Um, but but you, you never you never know. So are I you mean, but does it does this kind of say like, eh, I don't know, this could be we could have done this. It makes me think. Yeah, I don't think it makes me act yet, but it makes me think, makes me consider. Do you see? I mean, today, I mean, uh, Saturday looked fine, right? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, something to keep an eye on, maybe. I mean, I, yeah, I just think yeah. like for me, it's like every time something flares up, I don't get like, oh no, here we go. Like, I let things just happen, right? You, 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 these are human beings. They're gonna, they're not gonna just be machines. Yeah, I, I just. Yeah, but I mean, just the, yeah, but also just the thing like, oh, back pain. Oh no, great. What do we do now? You know what I mean? Like, I I don't want to jump there. Right. I'm just saying, like, let's let it play out. It might have just been like, yeah, I had, I slept wrong, and mm-hmm. or I threw a pitch in the game that before that that wasn't good and it didn't feel good, so I compensated, gave up a couple runs, and then I said, hey, I I wasn't throwing right because I had this little thing. We're gonna give you some time. Okay. And then, yeah. he, you know, he's not throwing. So then he just comes into a game and he's like, I got to knock some rust off. These guys are used to pitching more often. I think he had like five days off. So, right. And he probably didn't pitch. That's what I'm saying. At all. He threw the day before he went out there and said, hey, it didn't hurt. Yeah. All right, well, you're in. Maybe. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't. I tend to be like, yeah, I don't I, No, I'm not concerned. He gave up some runs. So what? Even if his velo is down, so what? Let's see what he does the next time. Let's see what he does the time after that. Like, I just think that, like, it's a long season, and if you freak out over every little thing, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, like, you, a guy yeah. could go out and dominate and be like, oh, maybe Michael Perez, maybe he's good. No, he just had a great day. Like <laughs> <laughs> He doubled his home runs in one game. That doesn't mean I'm ready. To, now, certainly he's going to be in the lineup tomorrow, but yeah, it's not like I'm going to say, like, whoa, hold the phone on scouting catchers. <laughs> I'm right. not saying that. Right. He's still batting under 200. He had four for four, and he didn't get his batting average over 200. He didn't get his batting average up to 170. 
It's right. it sat at one sixty nine after that day. So, no, and, and that's the thing is like you just you there's no need to overreact about anything. Right. Like me, I got really upset watching the game that we lost nineteen to two, and the whole time they're just talking about pirates charities, and I watched Bob Nutting on the screen. Oh, everything's we're doing this, we're doing this, and I'm like, won't you pay some players? I got a charity for you. <laughs> Pirates fans, make yeah. them feel good about themselves for once. Uh, listen, I'm not going to talk bad about charities. That's obviously with, was for comedic purposes. <laughs> like charities are a good thing. I also think that you don't need to like flaunt all of it. Like, doesn't that kind of ruin it? Just go do good. If somebody else wants to recognize you, that's fair. But you're like just putting it out there. And I know that part of that was to raise money. But I, yeah. I just like the last person I want to see when the Pirates are getting beat 19 to 2 is Bob Nutting. That's you fair. know what I mean? Yeah. And then I have to look at, I don't have to look at Twitter, but you know, it's a lot of fun to do it. And then I look at Twitter <laughs> and everybody's saying, why don't you sign this guy? Why did you trade that guy? And I was like, Bob Nutting doesn't do any of that crap. He doesn't touch it. He hires people to do that. All he does is say, yeah, you can give the money or not. Yeah. That's it. And if he's in any other decisions, we need to get that out of there. <laughs> he shouldn't be making any decisions. I don't want to ever hear from him. Yeah. I don't like to see pictures of him on the field smiling before the game. <laughs> Leave him <laughs> out of it. Whatever. That's my yeah. that's my rant. I'm done with it. <laughs> All right, before we before we get into our break though, I think we should recognize that even though this team, it didn't even have a good June, right? I mean, technically, record-wise, didn't have a good June. <laughs> no. But a lot of things happened. Father's Day, Sawinski goes three jacks. Reynolds, we just talked this week, Reynolds and Perez, back-to-back days, hit three home runs. And uh, there's a lot of numbers out there, and they've been spread out there with the rookies in June, how many home runs they hit in the month of June. Heck, is Castillo hit. Six. Castillo seven. hit a bunch. Sawinski hit a bunch. I mean, there's just a bunch of guys hitting some home runs. Mm-hmm. Cruz obviously had three. May- maybe just the one. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, two. Two. Two, because Thursday was still June. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but there's just, you know what I mean? Like, there's just a, there was a lot of home runs and, and by the rookies and by the Pirates in general. And so, like, all that's good. But the three, the three homer game. Uh, Sawinski was what? Was he the he was the first rookie, or was he the first player ever? First rookie. First rookie ever to have a three homer game with the the final the third home run being a walk off. Yeah. And now the Pirates, uh, specifically Sawinski, Reynolds, and Perez, became the first three teammates to have a three homer game in the same month in MLB history. love it dude yeah like that's pretty cool and it just goes to say that yeah we knew that they weren't going to be that good we Mm -hmm. knew we were going to be somewhere around 70 wins which is means what's more than 90 losses that's a bad team yeah you don't have to lose 100 to be a bad team like they're a bad team and we knew that because we knew there was going to be growing pains and all those things Mm mm-hmm and there are there are nights like Friday night 
where you lose 19 to 2 or you lose 14 to 5 or 21 nothing or whatever some of these ridiculous scores have been. But at the same time, like they're still fun to watch. Yeah. If you're not Absolutely. watching the 19 to 2 game. And that's not right. rare. I mean, I just said that Manny Benuelos has pitched in four games, they've all been blowouts, which means the Yankees have been involved with four blowout games uh, most of the time on the winning side of those because they're mm-hmm. ridiculous this year. Yep. Um, but I just I I don't have a hard time watching this team. As a matter of fact, I play I play softball two nights a week, and like I feel like getting like we leave the game, we go to Roosters, and I'm like, hey, I want the game. Give me the game. Like I want to see it. And like I'm there with a bunch of people who are not Pirates fans, and they're all talking about O'Neill Cruz. Well, what's he doing? What? How's this? you know what I mean? Like because they're all mm-hmm. interested and they're tuned in and they. Every time that they, we're talking about whatever, as soon as Cruz is up, I'm like, Cruz is up. And all the guys are like, oh, let's see what he does. Like, and they don't even care. Yeah. They're just not, they're not hard to watch. No, they're fun. And if all you're thinking about is Bob Nutting, you're thinking about the wrong things. <laughs> if that's what keeps you from watching the Pirates, I don't understand what you're doing. I have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. Because we all know, well, we all think we know what the deal is. That he doesn't pony up the money, right? Mm. But Bob Nutting still has nothing to do with trades. I mean, right. I'm sure there's input in different scenarios, right? Yeah. And I'm sure that there's decisions that he's making that are weighing some of those. But ultimately, if you're a small market team, you have to trade people. That's not Bob Nutting saying, trade him before we pay him. No, it's Sherrington saying, if you're not going to give me the money, I have to do this. Right. So let's not hate on the decision makers just because they're not getting money. You know what I mean? I don't know where I'm going with this. The point is, is if you're not watching the Pirates because of Bob Nutting, I just feel like there's 26 guys out there grinding that are that are fun to watch mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with that. You know? Yep. All right. And I kn- we knew that this first part was going to go really long. We only have like one more thing to talk about. So we knew that this break was going to be late. Let's take a break. We'll come right back and we'll get in the last deal. Got it? Got it. Thanks for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Audio podcast available on your favorite podcast platform, video podcast available on YouTube. Follow us on the socials and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, take a couple minutes for a review. We'll be right back. Swearingen Bat Company is Ohio's premier wood bat company, specializing in custom wood bats to meet any need from T-ball to senior league. Check out their website at swearingenbaseball.com. Link is in the show notes. Twitter and Instagram at Swearingen Bats. You can also find them on Facebook. Swearingen Bat Company, that's swearingenbaseball.com. Let them know you heard it here. We are back. We actually didn't take a break. We just did our break thing, and I texted Jake while I was going and said, hey, man, I'm, I'm not doing this. So if you needed water, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I was just, you know, taking my shirt off. My phone was blowing up, and then I'm like, oh, shoot, he's rolling right into this. I better hurry up and get this shirt off. <laughs> that's great. Oh yeah. I just, I was like, uh, I know that you have this thing and we're just going to roll. Let's just do it. Felt like we were fine. And so I was like, yeah, we're good. All right, cool. 
All right. So the last thing we're going to talk about here is, you know, just this influx of guys that are coming off the, the injured list and Sherrington made his comments, right? Yep. And he said, these guys are going to come back and play and we're going to complain about it. We're going to say, why him? Why did we send him down? There's going to be, I would bet a thousand dollars that Jack Swinsky's not going anywhere. And I'm scared to lose that money. Yeah. I, I just, I have no idea. I would imagine Jack Sawinski's not going anywhere. Yeah. Diego Castillo, I think, should. And we talked about that last week. And, and so so we said earlier, there's 38 spots, right? Yeah. Um, and that's because De Los Santos is on the COVID IL, so he doesn't take up a spot. So if some of these moves are made, they can avoid. Like when Newman comes back, Newman has to come. I thought I pulled that up. Yeah. Newman is off the 40-man. He's on the 60-day. Mariznick is. When you start bringing these guys back, two of those guys can come back. But then when De Los Santos comes off, there's going to be some more uh, There's going to be some more DFA action going on. Yeah. Yoshi's going to come back. I mean, we, we talked about this. We were, we've already been wrong, right? We've already seen a couple things that, that we didn't expect. Um, and it's maybe because of who's coming back when. You know what I mean? It's, it's been sure. a little confusing for me. Uh, I don't know where we're on track with Kevin Newman. I, w- I would assume any time. I, yeah, I would think so. Yoshi just hit a grand slam in Indy. He's probably going to be there Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Somebody said, hey, he learned how to hit. I said, no, his eyes were closed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I just thought it would be funny. Blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while, right? Yeah, in in the... Uh, you know, Ben Gamble, Ben Gamble's the easy one. He's coming back and he's playing. Yeah. Now we thought that that would be the Bly Madris move. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the Cal Mitchell move, but he came up with Van Meter. So maybe that's the Hoy part. I mean, I'm not going to try to attribute them to a players because we've already, we've already been really bad at it. Yeah. Um, and, and there are times I just don't know. I, I Bly Madris is going down. I, I just see it happening because they're going to play these guys. When Gamble comes back, I just see Bly Madris going down. Yoshi, you know, they're all going to play here. Hoy Park's, Hoy Park's going down. I think that one's the easy one mm-hmm. uh, to understand. And I think Tukapita has a shot to, to be sent down. I don't know how that works in because you would think Tukapita could be the help in the outfield, but you don't want to go with just three outfielders, or maybe they do, which is part of why I'm saying I can't figure it out. Diego Castillo is probably going down. I just see yeah. all of that happening. It, you know, and, and, and we talked about it. I think he could benefit from that. Yeah, I think so too. Even though like the power's showing up right now, I still think there's there's part of me that says that he would benefit from playing more often. And yeah. when Newman comes back up, like it or not, as much as Van Meter plays, Newman will play that much. Maybe more. Maybe more. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. And he'll play second base which means there's no spot for Hoy Park and, and Diego Castillo to do this and, and Josh Van Meter all to get time in at second. It's going to be Kevin Newman. And they have to, even if it's not for trades. There's just It just feels like this is what is in their plans. Mm-hmm. And and these this is one of those scenarios that Sherrington's saying, hey, I, I need to see this guy. Shelton's not going to have a choice. Yeah. He's going to play. Newman's going to play. Gamble's going to play. Yoshi's going to play. The big question for, 
for me, and, and we talked about this for, for a minute before, but is Greg Allen. He hasn't even played for us yet. I don't think he's going to. I don't I don't either. I don't and see I, how he could. And I think he gets DFA'd. Mm-hmm. And I think that he does I think he goes unclaimed and goes to Indianapolis. Like I really I that's who's gonna pick him up? They have no idea what you have. Right. But he was a waiver claim. So I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I see those guys. Yeah. You're a waiver claim. I haven't really invested into you yet. I didn't go out and get you because I really wanted you. Like, it wasn't something like that. I picked you up just to see what I could get. Yeah. And I think that's about what you're going to, like, that's it. And it doesn't matter. He's not going to be here next year. I mean, I say that. I don't know that because we've shown that this has been unpredictable. Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> so so I, I just I have no idea. And, yeah, I, and I'm not gonna pretend uh that that we do because I think that we're clueless. Uh vocal back's starting to hit. Maybe he gets traded, maybe that opens up some things. Yoshi's not going to. Nobody's gonna take him. No. I think Yoshi's here to get two hundred of bats and then they'll cut him loose. Where's he at? Let's count him down. Let's count them down. <laughs> I think that there there has to be a number that 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 that's been given to Shelton. Like he's got to have he's got 113 at bats right now. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's not enough, really. The big picture, I it, for me it is, but I'm not in the business. Like I'm not making decisions, right. and it's just maybe not enough. If you thought enough of him to sign him to a deal, I don't care how much money it's for. I know four million is not a lot of money. In, in this industry. But I don't care. Like, if you felt like that was enough, that you said, no, I think there's something there. 113 at-bats is not... That's not a, a picture of what you're going to get out of a guy. Right. If it is, we should have traded Brian Reynolds in, in May because he had 113 <laughs> at-bats and he wasn't good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same thing, whether you say it or not. Yeah, you can talk about track records all you want. And I brought it up. I'm I'm talking to myself, but the truth of the matter is, you, you got to see it. And 113 bats, unfortunately, unfortunately for me, and wanting to see him go, is not enough. Right now, this is coming off of like, this is an easy for me to say because I wouldn't have signed him, right? And I said that then that there's no reason to sign him, that it was lightning in a bottle, and so I can sit here and say I'm right because I thought that that doesn't make me right right you know what i mean sure you just have to see it so i'm not scouting guys they know more than i do here we go again yeah. uh but we'll see him for a while he'll be here he'll be playing and i don't know that yep. van meter lasts all this i don't know if he makes it through all this they seem to they seem to really like him they yeah. seem to continue to give him. He's got 115 at bats, so you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm here saying they're, they're. You gotta actually get a look at somebody, but these are guys that I don't think you do. I don't care. I'd rather get a look at Bly Madris. Yeah, as a fan, and, you know maybe maybe, uh, Van Meter will be one of the early ones to beat DFA when these guys start coming back. Would you rather have Van Meter or Yoshi? I'd rather have Van Meter. Me too. But I'd rather have Newman than Van Meter. Hmm. Yeah, that's a boy. 
So that's actually interesting because I know there's a lot of get rid of Newman out there, but when it really comes down to it, you're right. Why? Just because it's a new face doesn't mean I'm right. You know, removed of the fact that Newman could probably be better. I don't yeah, know, man. I think he could. I think he's obviously will play better defense. Yeah. Even if you throw him into this same role, you have Van Meter in where you move him all around, which I don't think they will. You think? And it, you think if Gamble comes back and plays well, he gets dealt? I do. But what are you going to get for him? Nothing. You're going to get a maybe prospect. You you could get. Why not just keep him? I mean, it's you could. I'm, I, wouldn't I would. Be, I wouldn't be against it, but I'm just I'm just yeah. looking around and I just. Is is Gamble or Newman more valuable in a trade? That's a good question. That's depending on team needs. You know, whoever's looking. Do you need a defensive guy only, or do you need a left-handed bat? Yeah, yeah. You got to find the right team. You're not getting anybody for these guys. They're gonna play gonna, here. They're gonna play here for this year, and then they're gonna cut ties in the offseason with them. And then it is what it is. Yeah. That's where I'm at with this. Like, that's what's going to happen, and that's what we talked about is what was going to happen this year. I'll I mean, tell you, you one thing a, you'll you see. You could get a super young prospect that nobody knows about yet. Yeah, some relief pitcher, you know what I mean, that yeah. that may end up being nothing. Yeah, but and that's all or it. Or may end up being good. Yeah, you never know. Somebody these people don't know about yet. Yeah, we got to be scouting hard to find something for mm-hmm. a team. And Yeah, the, the, the point of this is, is they're going to play – and we're going to be bothered by that because we want to see the young guys. It might actually equal into maybe a couple extra wins. <laughs> Just if you if you get veteran players who actually, you know, contribute. Yeah. Rather than like a bunch of roller coasters, which is what you yeah. get with young players, which I think is fun, but you get these 19 to 2 games. I I just don't know because I look at this and I say in my in my heart, I say, well, we got to address the pitching. But then you look and you're like, dude, the offense is just as bad as the pitching is. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you do? The, the question I really, the last question I have here, because we're approaching this trade deadline stuff that we're going to have to be following for the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Sherrington trades some prospects to get somebody controllable this year? Do you think he tries to actually fill a hole looking forward before August 2nd? No. He kind of made a couple comments that almost made me feel like, and maybe that's what he was trying to do, right? Maybe that's what he was trying to do is get me to think he was going to. I just don't know how aggressive he is. And I, one day I could say they're going to be so passive that they're not even going to trade Newman or Gamble. They're just going to ride this thing out to the end of the year and then reboot every like they've been doing. 30, 40 players are going to be used this year that aren't going to be around next year. I'm, you know, maybe not quite that many, but I just don't I don't look I don't think they're in a position to try to fill a hole right now. I think they're I think they're going to I think they're going to try to deal Newman. I think they're going to try to deal Ben Gamble. I don't think they're going to try to deal Reynolds, which has been a big talk. Um, just get so tired of it, dude. Doesn't it? I just get so tired of it. And I get so many texts like, oh, the Pirates are trying to trade him. No, they're not. Other teams no. are trying to get him. 
you 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 listen as a GM and in a situation that the pirates are in, you're going to listen to everything somebody talks to you about. Hundred percent. It doesn't mean you're listening with the intent to pull the trigger. Some of these Yankees deals, it's like now that you don't have Frazier and Andujar, you got to come up with that. Yeah. It's just not enough. Right. And I don't think that it's going to be. And as a matter of fact, the last three times I've heard Shelton talk, I've heard him say, you know, obviously we're trying to get better. But I've heard him also say, like, we're trying to get better as fast as we can. Yeah. I just don't see how trading Brian Reynolds is ever going to speed anything up. It may make it better, but it may push it back a year. And I just don't think that he's motivated to do that right now. If you absolutely blow him away with, and and I, I don't care what anybody says, it's going to have to be arms. It will have to be pitching depth. Give me yeah. two of your top 10 pitchers, one of them being close. And then yeah. you're starting the conversation. Like it's going to have to be like somebody, well, this guy would be in our majors right now if our, if our starters weren't so good. If our rotation wasn't so good, this guy would be in the majors. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, the kind of, it's that's Miami. The type of picture you're looking at. Miami's the only team that has 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 the the system to accomplish it. Really? Yeah. I just don't know that they're going to be I don't know. No, they're not going to do it. No. Because they're the same thing. They're not going to trade from that. If you thought that the that the Marlins were going to spend money, then the Derek Jeter thing should have shown you right out of the gate that they're not going to spend money. Yeah. Because Jeter said, we've rebuilt this thing, now it's time to spend. And they said, no. And he's like, yeah, that's what we talked about. And they're like, we're not going to. And he's like, peace. Yeah. At least that's what I saw. It's kind of the feel. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, eventually you've got to figure out, there's only one team in the league that's younger than us. And they're in the race. Yeah. And that's Cleveland. Yep. So eventually you've got to figure out how to build that. And one of the reasons that they can do that is by having a guy like Jose Ramirez. Yep. You've got to have one. And that's Brian Reynolds. Now, I'm not saying he's putting together the numbers Jose Ramirez are putting together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. he also yeah. has more experience than Reynolds. What what well, what did what did he say earlier this year when he signed that? Super team friendly contract. Yeah. Well, I want to be in Cleveland. Yeah. Super team friendly, but the guy got paid. He got paid, but he, he got was worth pay- more. He's, that's, that's fair, but he got enough money. Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. Yeah, he got paid. But but he went in and he said, listen, I just, I want to be here. That's it. So that's, that's what we were talking about at the, at the start of this thing. Yeah. It's a good way to, to kind of close the door on this, wrap it all the way around full circle. That's a good call. So let's see that happen. But it doesn't yeah. have to. People are saying, you know, well, but they don't want to be there. But they do. Like, guys want to be there. Andrew McCutcheon made a decision. He was offered a contract. And he knew he could make more if he went somewhere else. He didn't agree to that contract. He probably would have still agreed to a contract. But the Pirates said, I don't know that I can sign him, so I have to trade him. Yeah. And we got Brian Reynolds out of that. Right. And Brian Reynolds has outplayed McCutcheon every year since. Still love you, 22. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and that's the thing. I never won't. Right. Even if he comes out and says something like, "Whatever," I'll be like, "Nah," but I still have those memories. You know what I mean? Yep. But anyway, 
What do we got coming up here? Like? We got Yankees Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep. Reds doubleheader on Thursday in Cincinnati. That's it. That's it. Just the doubleheader. And that's, that's it. it. Cincinnati, right? Yep. And then uh, to Mil- back to Milwaukee in Milwaukee for three more, which, yay. But this <laughs> starts Tuesday, starts 14 games in 13 days before the All Star break. And then yeah. pretty much everybody but one guy will have four days off. <laughs> but we'll see that team, that Marlins team, four games next week and three more right out of the All-Star break. So we're going to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. It, it, you know, the Yankees are ridiculous. We got a doubleheaders. We talk about it all the time. It's really hard to sweep a doubleheader. So don't get swept. Yep. The Yankees, man, that series is just what it is. I, you're probably going to lose both. Probably. You split a doubleheader and you're going to lose a series in Milwaukee. Don't get swept. But you're looking at another bad week. Yeah. You just hope that there's some good ball sprinkled in there. Take a game from the Yankees in like dramatic fashion or blow them away. And it goes a long way. Don't get sweat. Don't get double dipped on on Thursday, and go into the weekend with you know with that in mind. I don't really know. These are the first game. Get the first game of the doubleheader too. Just go get it. Yeah. And then whatever happens in game two happens in game two. Yeah, it's in Cincinnati, and we're swinging the bats right now. So maybe a few more home runs. Diego's ball he hit the other night would have been ten rows deep. Yeah. Not even close, but all right, man. All right. Uh, so just the two Yankees games, you going to either game? I'd like to, I think I'm going to try to get to the Wednesday one. Try to get to Wednesday. Well, ba- Bill Mazeroski bobbleheads Tuesday. I know. I know. <laughs> all right. Obviously I'm not making it back in and I probably won't for quite a while. Um, we're moving into a new house in August. I'm sure we'll talk about that more, but. I'm certainly not making it back. Actually, I might. We actually have one. We I might make it to one of the Phillies games before the end of the month. I forgot about that. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, um, another rough week ahead, I think. Yep. Sorry, guys. Love to bring you some good news. Pirates breaking MLB MLB records in the midst of all of it. Fun June. Fun, fun, fun group. Yeah, fun group. You good? Hey, guys, enjoy your 4th of July. Hopefully everything went safe. Hope everybody's got all their fingers. And uh, will have all their fingers. And will, yeah. So yeah. Just be safe. Don't be stupid. Fireworks are cool. Yeah. Wow. You're, I, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> also, if you guys uh, if you guys missed last week or, or, or whatever, um, we do have some merch. We've got some, some shirts and that. Um, Anything that anything you get on there, it does it does support us. So that's always a fun thing. So, yep. cool deal. Thanks, Go guys. Bucks. Let's go, Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck. Cannonball coming, and let's go Bucks!